0: Hello, and welcome back to Butter With That, uh, where we're, you know, apparently all losing our minds uh, before we start recording tonight. Um, So, thanks for listening. Uh, Do we have any shout-outs for the um the previous, mean
1: uh, girls one? The previous guess yeah. we
0: sure do oh good you're Who's ready <laughs> uh-huh. I, I am ready
2: so thank you very much for guessing mean girls by the she doesn't even go here meme uh, to my friend becca thank you i think i posted that at like li- literally 7 a.m so the fact that you were like on the draw bless true right fan it, Thank of you. it also spawned
0: that. other people then making up other names for mean girls yes which i was uh, really appreciative unexpected, of. unexpected but welcomed yeah <laughs> gold
3: what were some of the other names
0: sarah had one um, right
3: um angry ladies was
0: that yeah one? i think like it was <laughs> like, like, like angry ladies. ladies or something yeah, rude yeah, yeah, rude <laughs> ladies. yeah i like was i was like in the bathroom and i looked at it and i was like oh i'll come up with something and i completely forgot about it Oops. <laughs> <laughs> um awesome. Well, cool. I'm glad that you were on the shout outs. I feel super rusty. um yeah, I felt rusty too. Yeah. Uh how how are people doing tonight? Uh what movies slash T V slash uh you know, trailers that just came out yesterday people wanna talk about?
4: christine <laughs> in your face. I think you should go 1st mm-hmm. Well,
3: uh, um, The new Little Women trailer just came out, Ooh. and it, it looks so wonderful. You guys saw it too, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my Not god, yet. it's Not
5: beautiful. Yet.
2: It's so beautiful, and it feels like I'm coming home. I'm mm. just like, yes, I know. So
5: wrap return. me up in the.
2: Mm-hmm. I was like, True. I can't
0: wait to be with these characters again. I know. Yeah, I was just so excited, and the cast is amazing. It's very good. Yeah. Like, I love my uh, Winona Ryder, Christian Bale, all the other people in that, like, initial one from the 90s one, but...
3: Susan you know. Sarandon. Yes.
0: Sarandon is very good in it. Uh, Laura Dern is playing the mother
3: in this one. Laura Dern plays the mother. Oh, cool. All about.
2: Love Laura yeah. Dern. And Meryl <laughs> in this Streep is in it.
0: Meryl yeah. Streep. Mm-hmm. Yep.
3: Florence. Pew? Pew.
0: We're sorry, um, Florence. We really
5: like you. We yeah, just... Yeah, we really like you. We'll Timothy get Timothy
3: Chalamet. Mm-hmm.
2: Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet. I really
0: yeah. like that
2: Greta Gerwig's her like it people are
3: Saoirse Ronan and Timothy. Yeah. Mm. Chalamet. Yeah, because they were in Ladybird, yeah, right? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Cool. Any anything else people want to mention that they they saw as of late?
4: I saw Reservoir Dogs <laughs> for the first time.
0: Oh, cool. oh, really? I also um, yeah. haven't seen it. Oh, wow, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't that's seen it That's kind of either. surprising. Mm-hmm.
4: I've seen most, I think, of Quentin Tarantino's other movies. Um, it was really good. I was I was looking up the runtime. It was one hour and 42 minutes. And I was like, perfect. Beautiful. It's not three hours. I think that's one of his best ones. Um, my one friend described it as his like, warm-up act. So you definitely see all the Tarantino tropes just done on like a kind of smaller scale and just like done a little quicker. So I, I really enjoyed Reservoir Dogs. I definitely. I'll probably watch it again in the next few weeks. Oh,
5: Cool.
4: That's one of the first movies I owned on DVD.
5: Ooh, Ooh
2: that's a good. That's question. a really good mm-hmm. question. What's the first movie you've ever owned? Well, it, it sits
1: now collecting dust among like my Bukowski books and uh, mm. Freddie Snell's books for a reason.
2: <laughs>
0: Man, that was a time in in, in life. <laughs> yeah. Tori, did you see Once Upon a Time? I did. Hollywood? What'd yeah. you think? I thought it was good. Um, I know a lot of people had like really strong feelings in either court, but I just thought it was like really good. Um, It looks beautiful. It's a movie that just feels like a feeling, if that makes sense. Like, it's just like, oh, this is just like a moment in time. It's not like really a story. Mm. Um, Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio are both really good in it. It has a very classic Tarantino kind of end, um, which I was totally cool with uh, and thought it was really funny. But yeah, I, I enjoyed it.
2: Here's a question, and it might be controversial, and we probably don't have time to get into it today, but it is, is Quentin Tarantino good, or does did he just create somehow a cult of people who really like him, who tricked everyone else into thinking he's very good? I don't know what the answer is. I've seen maybe three Tarantino movies.
1: He's, I would say, a very good, very effective director. Mm-hmm. I hate quentin tarantino yes (laughs) but he is pretty undeniably a very good director yeah screenwriter maybe not so much in my opinion but i've never seen him do anyone else's work so it's hard to Mm. say
2: that's true shamefully i feel like i I can barely even think of tarantino movies maybe i just don't know it's also
0: like a very specific thing where he's trying to invoke (laughs) a lot of like um Grindhousey old westerns and things like that. Cause there are these movies he's, like, like emulating and trying to, like, pull off in the stuff like he does. So it's also, like... I don't know. Maybe it's, like, a thing, too, where, like, you have to, like, kind of be into some of that. I don't... Yeah. That,
1: that kind of really tires me with his films, to be honest. Because, like, I think, like... He's, he's now exploring a lot of period pieces, but everyone still speaks like they're in a noir film. Yeah. Which is kind of annoying and dumb. I don't know. I... I like some of his movies an awful lot, but I hate that man.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's his best film?
1: Tough Call. Hmm. I feel like Either I'm Jackie not... Brown or Pulp Fiction, I'd say. Mm. Although Inglorious Bastards Pulp is also really I love Inglorious Bastards. I
4: really enjoyed watching Django Unchained.
1: I gotta say thumbs down across the board on that one. Mm-hmm. That's not his movie to make. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that's
0: true. That that is true.
4: I really don't like the Kill Bill movies. I really can't stand.
0: Well, especially now. After... Haven't aged so well. All the drama has right. come out about.
3: Yeah, and Uma Thurman. And Uma Thurman. Or, uh, I remember there was this profile on Uma Thurman uh, talking about how she was doing some of the stunts on that movie and how yeah. Quentin, Tarantino, Quentin Tarantino made her dr- actually be driving the car, that she crashes, yeah. and that she had like physical injuries from it and like some of the stuff that he. Like,
0: which is like, if you want to do your stunts like that, good for you. But, like, to be coerced coerced into doing it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something I would
2: love to talk more about at some other point is like the abuse that actors go through for the craft mm-hmm. and, like, being forced on them by directors. Mm-mm. Like, this is, like, a really obvious case of it, but I, oh, I yeah. would also love to talk about it when it comes to Marvel and how secretive they are with scripts and how, mm. like, actors would get only their lines. Every other character's name would be blacked out. Like, how the fuck can you prepare yeah. and you can develop your character? And, like, that also feels a little bit like...
0: like Manipulative Yeah y- y- There's something I want to explore mm. there We don't have time for it but. Yeah I feel like we should maybe Have an ongoing list of like Interesting conversations We want to have <laughs> For like yeah. maybe one of our Like mini-sodes or something We yeah. should don't probably keep like tab. Keep on yeah. Yeah. I'll write it down yeah. 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 I think that might be good When we're just like Ah what should we do Ugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I like that. I feel like we've had some other like good ones too. Eventually, we have to have the Order of the Phoenix debate, but you know, time it's coming. Just you wait. (laughs) There's a storm a brewing. Sure is. Um, Cool. Any any other things from people? I haven't watched
2: anything new I've just been watching Turn if you follow us on Instagram you'll see that I posted about it our friend Alana uh, responded and was like oh no is Sam okay and I, I said <laughs> sometimes you just need comfort in the arms of Major Benjamin Talmage, and that is true sometimes you mm. just need it
0: who hasn't had that feeling
2: I ask myself the same thing yeah. often
5: fair
4: yeah <laughs> Uh, I haven't really seen anything. It's no. been a pretty slow week.
0: Uh, I
5: have
4: also watched Weekend at Bernie's for the first time.
0: I've also never seen Weekend at Bernie's. Which is fun. It's on HBO it right good. now. Mm.
4: Um, it nails the physical comedy, and that's kind of all it has to do.
0: Nice. Um, two things I want to mention. Last night we watched Slumber Party Massacre, um, which was pretty decent as far as like slasher movies go. I also just realized like I love slashers in general, um, mm-hmm. but it's one of those movies where you like see the killer a lot of the time. Like, and he's supposed to be a psychopath from an escaped like mental hospital, but he's also wearing like really tight blue jeans and a really <laughs> tight red shirt nice. with like a Very- blue jacket. And there's just something about that that I was like. I don't know it doesn't feel like this guy just escaped from a uh, psychiatric hospital it disturbed me the whole time Um, but then Garrett's whole thing was like well maybe that's part of it because it was actually a female director that did that movie in the 80s which was interesting where it was like oh they say it but it's like maybe that's just like he's kind of a regular dude that just like fucking brutalizes women and I was like that's interesting Nice. that or he escaped
1: from like gaps house for the deranged
0: <laughs> which has to be has to exist state Somewhere state he definitely looked like he could run off set and then immediately do a gap commercial that's for sure <laughs> definitely in like the Adirondack area that's yes.
4: corporate sponsored mental health care detention facility <laughs> oh
0: my god uh, if it doesn't exist already I was gonna yeah, say. seriously um, and then the other thing I want to mention uh, Garrett I think we'll have a review coming out for it this week um, we watched love Antosha the other day which oh, is the documentary mm. about tonanyale that came out Um, it was a really really great documentary and I learned a lot about him that I didn't know um, and I cried a lot because both of his parents are in it and as soon as like parents just start talking about their kids like in any capacity but especially when it's like a kid who has passed away just like a mess um and so many of the people he worked with are on there talking about like how much they they loved him Chris Pine got really emotional when he was talking about him dying because it was a freak accident and I think it's Simon Pegg that says something like Oh, it's like this, like black dot, you know, like this teeny little thing in the universe, and that's the thing that fucking like took like someone away. Like it was, yeah. it was interesting. Like listen to all these people talk. Um,
3: was he in Star,
5: Star Trek? Trek? Okay,
0: yeah. I feel He's like done, he did a sp- ton of stuff. Yeah, I feel like I he was in a David Duchovny directed movie with Robin Williams that I did not know that's existed. That's still blowing my mind. I know. I I'm like, that. we were like, where the fuck was this movie? Like, yeah.
3: Was hmm. that like uh uh that. RV vacation movie uh,
0: <laughs> oh my god I don't know oh shit
2: wait with what's her face
3: I don't know but I think
5: that Jojo remember <laughs> no it was
0: it looked more of a drama than than that but I do remember Jojo leave get out she right was from now. Boston <laughs> the end of you and me okay I'm done yep
3: it's too late I can't wait yes! for you to be
0: gone oh Christine <laughs> a new song for you true yeah Thank you, yes. yes. Oh, there we go. There it is. Yeah, full circle.
3: I did see him in a terrible Nicolas Cage movie called The Dying of the Light, in which he plays... Have you seen uh, it?
0: No, but Nicolas Cage uh, voices his diary in the documentary, <laughs> oh, wow. which I thought was very strange, but I was like, I didn't know that they had a connection. So Honestly, the best
3: part of that whole movie was the chemistry between Nicolas Cage and him. They That's He plays, like, this teacher at, like, this, I don't know, he's some operative but that is now teaching young operatives. I don't know, if it's like the yeah, CIA yeah, or FBI I don't know whatever. But he but Anton like plays his protege and it's, it's interesting. It's very nice.
0: Okay. Yeah, he was like, I a mean it's very a terrible young...
3: movie. Nothing about it is nice. Yeah. But
0: <laughs> yeah, he was a very young child actor, so he was like doing so much for real yeah. time. And he passed away when I was like working on his directorial debut. which is also. Like, Are they
3: gonna release any of one I have no idea. Working?
0: Yeah. Oh, geez, um I think so this documentary sad. might be the thing too that like um really came out with the fact that he was suffering from uh cystic fibrosis um he kept it pretty like close to the chest and it's like part of the reason he ended up passing away the way he did so um it was like it was interesting hearing about that part of his life too that like seems like he like didn't really tell many people about so yeah but it was very good and it's i think gonna be premiering at the ritz this week so Mm. yeah go check it out
5: Mm.
0: cool um, so, yeah, let's jump in then to our movie. So, we're still doing uh, Back to School, is the, yeah, right? Yep. The theme. Oh, yeah. In my head, I was like high school because we just did Mean Girls, but that's, it's just back to school in general. Um, so, yeah, for uh, my pick, uh, I was going to do the faculty, and then we decided uh, since we were not going to record the same day to do a different one that was fun. Uh, So I decided to do Heathers, uh, which is from 88. Um, So Heathers was directed by Michael Lehman, um, who directed a lot of TV, mostly. Um, He directed episodes of Veronica Mars, Jessica Jones, American Horror Story, True Blood, and many other things. Um, And it stars Winona Ryder as Veronica, Shannon Doherty as one of the Heathers, uh, Kim Walker as another Heather, (laughs) and then uh, Christian Slater as J.D. Um, so I'll do a little like synopsis of it before uh we start having more of an in-depth conversation. But um Sam, you watched the trailer for Heathers? I did, yeah.
2: And to be honest, I remember almost nothing of it. However, what I do remember <laughs> is <laughs> Great. It's like hard to understand what this movie is about other than just crazy ass high school mm-hmm. and like I don't know how y'all your high school experience was but like my high school was fucking nuts like I all these fights I can sit here and tell you about so when I saw the trailer I was like yeah yeah, yeah that kind of looks like not necessary. I mean I'm not trying to kill any heathers in my school or anything like that but I was like eh, yeah you know this kind of feels a little familiar to me <laughs> drama you know there's more to it than that but like mm. um I think that the trailer did a good job of again, like not really telling you exactly what's gonna happen. and so you just see like really like crazy like out of this world kids, which I guess is the whole point of the movie, mm-hmm. but I still was like, what am I going to get into when I watch this movie? <laughs> you really you really don't know and there's so much depth to it.
0: It's a very hard movie to even try to explain, which it, I will it attempt to do is. yeah mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, cool sweet what's also interesting to me
2: is that a lot of times the movies we talk about have now made it to the stage like broadway mm-hmm. like mean girls uh but they made a heather's tv show i didn't realize yeah. that until i looked mm-hmm. the movie up to rewatch today yeah Um, I have not seen one episode of it, but I know that Shannon Doherty was, like, really behind it. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's always nice that when the originals kind of give their blessing, because Mm -hmm. then at least I I don't feel bad watching it, but when you have uh, shows like they rebooted Charmed and the original people who were on Charmed were like, what the fuck? Like, they Mm -hmm. didn't talk to us about it. They're totally, like, they would have been fine rebooting it, especially the way that they did it, but it was just, like, completely disrespectful to the actors Mm. and so it sounds like when heathers was brought they really tried to bring in some of the original cast which is kind of nice
0: oh cool awesome thanks sam yeah christine you did reviews
3: i did reviews um yeah i mean 94 percent rotten tomatoes across the board uh both reviews that came out in 88 and 89 overall positive. And then there was the 30th anniversary uh, where movie reviewers were returning back to the Heathers and being like, how is, you know, what's, what's the legacy of this movie? Um, All of them really uh, applaud the really, I would say jar, effectively jarring tone of the movie. Hmm. It's like a dark comedy Mm -hmm. and satire um, that a lot of them referenced like john hughes movies at that time being like this is what high school is but being like it's way way darker it gives it like a the treatment of like really being biting a biting satire what especially high school
2: actually was
3: like not like a john Hughes movie. yeah so it's like um also acknowledge or trying to deal with intense topics like teen suicide and things like that um and so a couple just little bits I have from a couple reviews. Rita Kempley the Washington Post wrote um, in her original review, it's a rare teen movie that looks at high school feudalism from an insider's lofty perspective. Teens aren't boy crazy, giggly, or mall fixated. They're political animals, which I think is such an interesting way to describe the characters in the movie. Uh, She uses um, words like, uh, a Character is a little despot. So, inter- thinking <laughs> about dynamics within this school is not like, oh, we're all obsessed with you know clothes and other people. But like, no, we're vying for fucking power, and this is how we do it. Which I think is a cool take yeah. on a on a teen movie. Um, yeah, it's sort and, of like the American Psycho of like high school movies. Mm, <laughs> it <laughs> meant, yeah, mm, like I,
0: I, yeah. I kept thinking about American Psycho when I was watching that. Today. It really lends itself to it. Yeah. Yeah. Think, yeah.
3: intensely dark like very bleak (laughs) yeah
1: violent sociopath social climbers yeah Mm -hmm.
3: yeah um all uh praised Winona Ryder's kind of breakout performance um and pointed to Christian Slater as like uh, like a young Jack Nicholson.
0: Which he, it, one of the things I wanted to bring up is like, he said, like, that's what he was doing, is yeah, Jack makes Nicholson, a ton of sense. which makes so much sense. Yeah. Rewatching that and like knowing that information. And apparently, he wrote him and was like, hey, I'd really love for you to watch this movie. And he never responded to him, which is like kind of unfortunate. But also. I see also, Jack like,
1: getting that in the mail and was like, uh, no thanks. Un-
0: <laughs> Would this be like, out? like, the Shining, Jack Nicholson? It felt or... a lot. I kept thinking of The Shining well,
2: I mean, when I was you think watching about I was... it. Like, yeah. if you're so... trying to carbon date it, like, yeah. it came out in 88. When did The Shining come out? Like, 70s. 80. Yeah. When did Witches mm. of Eastwick oh, come shit. out?
3: Because I feel like he's kind of like a devil yeah. character in that movie. Mm. I feel like oh. that's the movie yeah. I kind of thought about. Yeah. The thing that
1: really messes with me, too, is, like, Kristen Slater is basically, like, playing John Travolta's character against Christian Slater in Broken Arrow, where he's, like, got this, like, Weird, oh, like kind of like that. smarmy and like swab hmm. kind of sociopathy. That's really oh. weird. and I don't know. That movie, uh, it's it's a it's a doozy. But <laughs> it kind of reminded me of that. But hmm. ironically, with uh, the other the other character.
3: Hmm. Um, the one last thing uh, is an intro. Uh, one of the reviews, Janet uh, Maslin in the New York Times, mentioned something that I thought was interesting. Would love to hear your thoughts later about kind of the. Over the course of the movie, the character of Veronica uh, being at first kind of... There's this hard-edged tone to her. There's a toughness to her. But towards the end of the movie, um, the the movie, she says, demands that Veronica wake up to the awfulness of what J.D. has done. And we'll talk a little bit about what that is. Mm -hmm. Reestablishing her as a nice, normal girl at the expense of her earlier toughness. Which I thought was kind of an interesting... And I, it, when once we go into the synopsis and what happens, I would be curious to see if you agree with that because I, I don't, I don't quite know what I it's thought interesting of that assessment. My
0: thoughts while watching it today were that she reveals a whole like other type of like true toughness yeah. towards the end yeah, that she's just kind of masking, like trying to be tough at the beginning uh, of the movie um yeah well i think we they can... have a really interesting dynamic and i noticed a lot of like toxic shit uh mm-hmm. in that oh, while oh, we are watching it yeah. too that i like really want to delve into also but that's interesting that this person brought up that idea
3: yeah that's a really surprised me that's why i highlighted it now because once we kind of go over the key plot points Mm -hmm. I think I'd be interested to hear what you all think Mm -hmm. of her Veronica's transformation especially in relation to JD especially
2: Mm -hmm. considering the very last sequence of the movie when she's like walking out of the school (laughs) and you're like oh
0: he also has a line that's basically something like oh like you're tougher than I like ever thought you were or something at the end and I'm like oh okay that's like interesting like it seems like at the beat, I don't know. We'll, we'll talk yeah, more okay. about it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. Um, cool. So now everyone in here has seen this movie. It was Connor's first time. So I guess just to give a very quick synopsis, uh, Veronica <laughs> is, uh, a girl who's been like welcomed into like the popular clique at their school, which is just the Heathers. So there are three, uh, Heathers within this group. Uh, and Heather C is the main like leader of this group. Um, And immediately, they just, like, show that, like, she is this, like, social climber that, like, is just trying to, like, you know, wield power over other people. Uh, She is not nice at all. Hmm. Um, She has some of... She's not even in the movie for that long. She has some of the probably, like, cruelest but, like, best Best. fucking lines. Uh, Yeah, ice cold, the whole thing. Who plays her... I Uh, I have the name written down. A lot of the reviews. Kim Walker. Yes.
3: A lot of the reviewers were like, Kim Walker nails it. Too bad she wasn't in the whole movie. I
0: know. It's really unfortunate because she is really fucking good. Um, But yeah, basically, like, Veronica's part of this group, even though Veronica doesn't seem to, like, quite fit in with, like, their whole dynamic, Um, but um she is like i guess like one of the rich kids too which seems to also be playing a role in it is like her family also has money and obviously these other girls that are part of the heathers do too um and so she's like part of this group she's like trying to be close with them um i guess the big event that occurs is that she's supposed to be going to like a college party and this is like an initiation kind of thing mm-hmm. where heather is basically like i'm bringing you to this party so like you like Better know like how important this is to me, and better not fuck this up in any kind of way, or else like I forget what she says. You'll be like partying with like. Um I don't know, like grade schoolers or something. Is this like, the
3: Remington party?
0: Yes, the Remington yeah, party. got right, you right. into
3: a Remington party. Yeah. It's like <laughs> I know. a Catalina wine We're mixer. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: just like, I want to like barf as those words that's come out of my, that's my that's mouth. That's um, at the same time, she meets JD, who's like the new kid in school, who is like kind of like the dark loner type. Uh, and her relationship with the Heathers, while at the same time, this relationship with him. Kind of devolves into a uh, Bonnie and Clyde esque. Uh, I don't even know, like bout of uh, murders and uh, faked a- a spree. suicides. That's a great, great yeah, I I don't even know. Uh, it is a crazy movie, and I think when I first watched it, I did not really know much about the plot at all. So even I was just like, I. Didn't, don't know what's happening right now in front okay. of me, but okay.
4: Escalation I think is a great
0: It It escalates oh. very quickly. It sure does. And it's another movie that's only like a, an hour 40 or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So It
2: escalates so quickly in a way that you could never anticipate. <laughs> never. Yeah. And for a really long time I had no idea that this was a, like a dark comedy. Mm-hmm. And so the things that were happening, it was like blowing my mind like this has to be funny yeah. like cause I'm laughing out loud
0: at this it has to be a comedy or else I'm truly fucked up <laughs>
5: yeah.
0: Um, but yeah everyone has seen it but this was Connor's first time mm-hmm. seeing Heather's so you watched Heather's what did you think?
4: I fucking loved it yeah,
5: yeah.
4: Um, I this was my first time sitting down and like dedicating time to watch it it was on at like a college party which is like not the best environment to watch a movie so I think I watched 10 minutes and just went to do something else. Um, But I was really blown away Mm. um, by this film and by it. I think when you said biting satire, Christine in one of the reviews that I think is a really great way to describe this movie, especially after just watching mean girls and talking about that last week. Um, A lot of parallels. Yeah. Yeah. Like proto mean girls, but Mm -hmm. it's like mean girls on steroids. It's like way more acerbic and intense. Um, Yeah. Just way more stuff happens. Um, And, if Mean If Mean Girls kind of feels like a 2 hour SNL sketch, this is like an hour 90 like hardcore. Like Mm-mm. it's a Mr. Show sketch.
0: Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> um all the performances were amazing christian slater beautiful handsome i know that's he's um, very
0: very handsome he's the fucking worst i don't get it in this movie but he's so hot oh, <laughs> see my the God. first time i watched it all i remember is being like whoa he's super hot yeah. and this time watching it I was like he's still hot but he's also but the worst he's <laughs> it's the voice <laughs> gotta remember the that voice is
1: what gets me i'm christian slater
0: yeah well i mean yeah
1: it's me christian slater <laughs> i'm just like oh boy i gotta listen to this this whole movie huh because trying that to every... do
0: jack man
1: yeah, well, I, I, knowing that, actually, it's a, it's a good explanation for yeah. this movie. But he still sounds like that in other movies. <laughs> That's true.
2: Sometimes people just can't change things about <laughs> themselves. <laughs> Gotta roll with it.
4: I think this is one of the best scripts I've seen in a while. Um, I did not think this movie would be tackling themes of how society perceives suicide, mm-hmm. the purpose mm. of suicide, what it achieves people. Um, because as they're going through the movie, setting up these suicides of these teenagers, um, Heather C, that was the main. Yes. So when she dies and that's kind of like a slightly accidental killing, Veronica didn't um, mean
5: uh, it was accidental JD, on one side. Right. right.
4: Yeah. It was yeah. kind of um, orchestrated without her knowing. Right. The other suicides are much more sort of. She yeah. plays a more direct role. Oh, definitely. Um, and so when Heather C dies, she becomes even more popular. And so it's, like, they kind of take these people out, like, Veronica did not get the desired outcomes Mm -hmm. of, like, trying to fuck with these people and end up killing these people. It gave,
0: yeah, like, the, I guess the big part of that is, like, by killing these popular people that they hated, they end up, like, giving them depth that they did not have before. Mm -hmm. You know what it
1: reminds me a lot of, too, is, like, um the Robin Williams movie, uh, world's
3: best dad, world's uh, best dad. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. World's greatest dad. World's greatest dad. Oh, yeah. It. yeah. It's a lot like that where it's like a shitty, a kid that's just kind of like a shitty kid that like, uh, dies accidentally via autoerotic mm-hmm. asphyxiation. Mm. And his father poses it as though it's a suicide. And suddenly everyone loves this guy. And oh, right. This, this poetic,
5: yeah. uh,
3: uh, like, oh, he writes a suicide note,
1: note for him because he's an English teacher and writer, yeah. And,
3: and, he and, had,
4: and he had to give his son's death some purpose. Right, think. yeah, that movie's good.
3: That movie but, is uh, so interesting. Yes. it reminds me of that,
4: definitely. Oof.
0: Interesting, yeah.
4: Um, so this movie just had a lot of complexity that I just wasn't really expecting. Um, and this, and I'll just keep referencing Mean Girls because it's just on my mind.
0: I kept thinking Mean Girls the whole time this I was watching it, This picks up yeah.
4: about, let's say, 45% into the Mean Girls runtime. Veronica, she's already in the clique. She's with Regina George. Yes. She's yeah. with Gretchen. Like she's with well, everybody already, but that's where the mo- this movie starts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, "Oh wow, this removed the fish out of water component, I think for the better." Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah and that's what uh, I loved about one of the reviews that I was saying, it really shows it from within already this mm-hmm. uh, uh-huh. this clique. A person mm-hmm. recognizing what she is, yeah. like is a part of, and Veronica yeah.
0: seems to still like in the first like kind of opening scenes when they're like in the cafeteria, still kind of on the outskirts of it, where she feels like she can still talk to other people and like be friends with her like old friend that she was like you know really close with with them the, when they were younger. But then it's very obvious that the Heather's like aren't okay with her interacting with these like outsider groups of people, which mm-hmm. was interesting.
4: And the social cliques, I think, felt a lot more natural in Heathers than in Mean Girls. Mm. Like, yeah. Mean Girls, that was, like, everybody was separated with rigid borders for, you know, because it was a comedy. But yeah. this kind of felt much more naturalistic.
0: Like, a lot of them are all in yearbook together. Right. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, even though Heather, like, really sucked, like, the reason they're doing those, like, polls in the cafeteria mm-hmm. is because she's part of, like, the newspaper in yearbook and things like that, so...
4: And interesting that in Heathers, I believe they're all juniors also, just like in Mean Girls, which is just...
0: Sam, you had something?
2: Well, what I want to say is like, we often point to people like John Hughes being like, yes, you created this teen genre, and we see this even throughout teen movies today, and like as we're talking, I'm like, yeah, I I do see that, and I buy it, but like, I think that the cultural power of Heathers is so evident in so, so many things. Mm. I mean, like mean girls like mean girls obviously came way after heather's but even things that are coming out now dave there was something that you said reminded me a little bit of riverdale so when you said that heather see some of her comments were like ice there's this one fucking terrible line in riverdale where uh the character of veronica Mm -hmm. uh says this comment where she's like uh, you wanted fire, Cheryl Bombshell? Well, all, my specialty is ice. And it's still, like fucking Ooh, terrible. Shit. But But mm. you can tell that these I people... I snap my fingers. Well, she kind of <laughs> did. It was like one of those moments. But you can still see how influential mm. and how inspired even people today are by this movie. And I think I see it in more movies now that I'm actually thinking about it. And it's kind of like a like a holy shit, because yeah. <laughs> people say that this is a cult classic, but I think it's even bigger than that.
0: Well, this movie also pulls from a lot of stuff, too. So you mentioned, like, Veronica. One thing that was interesting was, so, um, her old friend that she's, like, not supposed to hang out with anymore, her name mm-hmm. is Betty Finn. So it's Veronica Sawyer and Betty Finn. So Veronica and Betty both oh, come shit. from Archie, yeah, Archie. <laughs> and then Sawyer and Finn ben. from, yeah, Huck Finn. Um So it was like... There's a lot of references like that. J.D. Uh, is JD's, definitely a Salinger yeah. thing. Um, they even tried to have oh, a Salinger fuck, quote man. within uh, it. But I didn't even catch that. Yeah, they couldn't get the rights, I guess, no, which is why they, they, they referenced Moby Dick <laughs> instead towards the end. Um, uh, yes, but and J.D. Salinger was Winona Ryder's favorite writer. so sure. This
2: yeah. movie is fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can we talk about yeah.
4: that? Can I say, go back to Betty real quick? She has one of my favorite lines in the whole movie. Um, this is more toward the end of the movie. Once kind of like the Heather's click is like dissolved. One Heather committed suicide. Another one's trying to commit suicide. And so Veronica invites Betty back over to play. Um, what, what was the name? The, uh, I can't think of the name but the ball and the mallet. Croquet. 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 Yeah. I want to say crochet. Is like, that's. Crockett. Just- oh, that Crockett. Crocket. Yeah. Um, Definitely a different thing. <laughs> and so another Heather comes over as they're playing um, croquet. And then Betty says, "Now nah, go ahead. Knock me out. It's the only way to win. Mm-hmm. So, even this kind of outsider just sees. Um, the, one of the reviews, Christine, you mentioned like Animal Kingdom or like Animal. They're political animals right. working yeah. within
3: this feudal mm. system. So, even like
4: the more. Let's like the meeker, kind of like more quieter creatures just see how. Realize
0: like... their role within mm-hmm.
4: this. The ecosystem. Yeah. But then this school. goes
0: right back to Mean Girls yeah, again.
2: Yeah. It's just so interesting.
4: With literal kids behaving like animals. Yeah.
5: Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think. This this all kind of starts with, like, Heather's death, which is, um... I think Veronica thinks that initially that they're just gonna go play a prank on her because she, like, was a real fucking shithead uh, at the party. And even though Veronica, like, didn't feel great and was, like... You know, getting sexually harassed by a dude at this party and stuff. Like, Heather, like, could not accept the fact that she was just, like, embarrassing her at this party. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then, like, you know, unfortunately, uh, JD uh, is, you know, takes her, oh, I want Heather dead thing too seriously. You know? <laughs> really? Um, we
1: could make that happen.
0: Yeah. Um, Stop which, it. like, <laughs> the amount of yeah, people, I <laughs> like, I have said I've wanted to kill, like, yeah, it's just like if anyone ever took that seriously, it's like ooh. <laughs> oh, you know what?
1: American pot or American um American beauty, I guess also ripping that off a little bit.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. true.
1: Hmm.
5: Anyway, um, sorry. Go ahead. This but movie
2: is everywhere. It's <laughs> everywhere.
5: <laughs> this, Honestly,
0: this... I looked at the IMDB for interesting facts about this movie, and there are a lot, uh, but a lot of them are just like, and then this band references Heather, and this book references Heather, <laughs> and this movie, and you're just like, Jesus Christ, like everything. It's yeah. not a cult classic. Everyone it's fucking likes. I know. Yeah. yeah, it's a classic. Yeah.
4: This kind of also I got a fight club vibe of like I I know that like JD was real but it would not like in a different (gasps) version of the script if JD was a manifestation of her like desire to destroy the clique that she's
5: in Uh, Brad Pitt auditioned for that
0: role uh, for JD and he was considered too nice for the role yes hmm um, also, Pitt, Jim Carrey, movies. Jed Nelson, and Jason Bateman were considered. Uh, Jason oh, Bateman oh, would have been. Interesting. That was the awesome. Very interesting. All of them, though. I'm like every time I watch Christian Slater doing that performance, I'm like, God, I can't see anyone mm, else right doing choice, this. Yeah, yeah. Judd. God, uh, Jed fucking. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <You> okay.
0: <laughs> no,
2: I just had a stroke. Uh, Judd Nelson in that role, like, oh. how old was he in The Breakfast Club? He was like pretty older uh
5: they kind of had the we same hair 20s, though
2: that like floppy hair yeah there's just something <laughs> so unbelievable about judd nelson as a high schooler even in the fucking <laughs> <know>. you're right <laughs> he, he, yeah 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 like i don't think he was ever young like yeah. no offense judd nelson not oh that maybe he, he got hair. held back <laughs> well <laughs> Although, you can only stay until you're 21 i feel like that that's right? another yeah. great
3: thing about high school movies is so many people that play high schoolers are so much older than high school age. Like, the entire cast of Glee. No, but (laughs) But also a lot
0: of times they have to be. uh, Right. Especially when you think of how um, adult situations they put high schoolers in. Right. Um, If they're not 18 or older, you can't show tits. Like, and no 80s horror movie would get made if uh, they had to hire, like, actual high schoolers. Although Winona Ryder, I
3: think, was pretty young when she was super young she She was pretty young i
0: forget how old she was um but this was still like pretty early in her career her Mm -hmm. agent said like oh her career would be over if she took this role basically this and beetlejuice yeah same time yeah Yeah. they're pretty close which uh the priest uh in this movie is also in beetlejuice and amazing in the music from the trailer yeah Yeah. the trailer
4: is very danny elfman Yeah. yeah there's so
0: many vibes in this movie it's really interesting um but yeah I, one of the things i want to talk about specifically i guess like maybe talking about some of the the characters in depth i definitely want to talk about jd and veronica's like relationship um, but also just like heather and some of the other people that die um, oh man what's the girl's name who everyone picks on i wrote it down oh, and I wrote now it i can't remember you. oh martha dump truck oh, oh poor poor woman <laughs> um, but i watching this movie this time it was interesting because there's a scene at the Remington party where Heather um, ends up, like, giving this dude a blowjob. And it definitely feels like she's doing it because she feels like she has to. Um, And then there's a scene with her in the bathroom where she looks, like, very, like, upset with what she just did. She, like, Mm -hmm. spits. She's, like, trying to, like, gurgle with water, Mm -hmm. and she, like, spits it out in the mirror. And it's so interesting to have that moment before they also, like, murder her uh, (laughs) because it definitely seems like that is like a humanizing moment um, where it's like, oh, she's like also a part of this and just like doesn't necessarily want to be doing all of these things.
2: How you can be a victim and a villain at the same time. Exactly.
0: Um, Which like I think... Heather is seems to be more of like a role in a position than the actual like person um, holding it, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. which we then see later on in the film too, when um, Shannon Doherty's Heather kind of like takes over also
4: which is referenced in the trailer to cut off one heather's head and then another heather just pops right back (laughs)
0: up which shannon doherty is very good as kind of playing like the meek bulimic heather in the group that like gets picked on a lot and then kind of going and being like the very bitchy like tough leader of the heathers if
2: i'm being honest and no offense shannon doherty i don't
0: think it's a lot of
2: acting (laughs) i think she's a lot like that in real life
0: there is something that, like an interesting anecdote about this movie um, she said one of the first times she's ever been called a bitch was on the scene of this movie and it was because a married crew member was having an affair with an underage extra and she confronted him about it Whoa. well that good wow. f- for her and that was the first time that she was like and that's the first time I ever got called a bitch and then it's <laughs> like and then that just continued
2: apparently but like yeah. that's a badge of honor you should wear but like obviously I was a really big fan of Charm as the second time Same. I'm mentioning it Yeah, but like like, the reason why she was killed off is because, like, she was fighting with everybody yeah. on the set. And so you're like, okay. So, again, yeah. I don't think she had to access a very recessed part of her personality. <laughs> no, but,
0: like, I mean, she plays the meek part really well at the beginning and then is very good at being a bitch also. The duality So of there matter. is some good acting there, whether uh, <laughs> What's at the end it's it acting or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I like I really like even just some of her like lines towards the end of the movie really stick out. She does a good job of emulating Heather C. at the end. Mm. Like there are moments where she has like very similar like inflections and like facial expressions where I'm like, oh, like you really like did something with this. And that's cool. Did you have something, Connor? <laughs> you looked like your butt <laughs>
4: Um, I just love the of how JD manipulates Heather later on. Of, like, how he's now trying to, like, take control of the... Felt very Littlefinger from Game of Thrones. He even says chaos is the way, chaos is what killed the dinosaurs. Mm -hmm. So, like, I don't think George R.R. Martin was, like, Chaos is what
0: killed the dinosaurs, darling. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
4: Because in the show, Littlefinger says chaos is a ladder, that's the only way he can succeed. So, that just very of, like, I'm just gonna... For really no reason, Mm -hmm. other than, like, I just don't give a fuck.
3: Yeah. Well, I think that's kind of an interesting observation, because at the beginning, he is... Well, I guess he his character is the rebel, the like outsider in this school, but he really derives meaning and identity from playing the game. Mm-hmm. The of th- these, of feathers. exactly, yeah. and so he gets sucked into it, um, and he's not actually this this outsider who can just look d- from a distance. Mm-hmm. He is very much playing that game, which
2: mm-hmm. which like that's the thing though is like when books like catcher and the Rye came out like you know they all hold a near and dear piece to us but like these mm. characters <laughs> that showed oh wow being alternative is okay and like yeah let's like pr- press against the mainstream mm-hmm. and system and it's like no, you're still taking part in the system, and you're just, like, another kind of stereotype, and, like, also there are moments where you fucking suck, too.
0: He's, he, I mean, he's just, like, a sociopath. Like, at first, like, she meets him, he's, like, cool and interesting and, like, doesn't kind of conform to these cliques and things, and that's, like, clearly very attractive to Veronica because she's, like, sh- like, she even says at the beginning, like, I think I hate my friends, and you're just, like, what? <laughs> like, that's not a thing that you should be saying. <laughs> um But even, like...
2: There are moments where Holden Caulfield like kind of fucking sucks. Yeah, I wouldn't uh, I would him a lot of the yeah. moments. I mean I wouldn't <laughs> put him in the same arena as like someone who orchestrates like yeah. suicides and death, but what but like you know what I'm getting at is that it's just you're right, you're right. It is playing into and this. Different
0: people take different things away from those. Like, sure. you know, catcher in the Rye. I definitely read it at the right moment in my life, like when I needed something like that. And so it does hold like near and dear to my heart doesn't mean I, like, you know, fucking killed anyone because I read that book or anything like that, which is, you know... A bit also of a thing. A bit of a thing, uh, Also, his yeah. other books are better. I know. Um, there's a, a line he has, though, that I really like. That's um, when they're in, like, the cow fields or whatever, mm-hmm. and he, like, comes and, like, picks Veronica up. Uh, and it's a really interesting scene because Veronica is trying to leave, like, one of these drunk football players behind, while one of the other Heathers is, like, basically getting date-raped in the background, yeah. uh, and it's just kind of normalized mm-hmm. in a way that doesn't seem like it's being, like, oh, this is fine, but, like, because of their status, they're, like, oh, I'm supposed to be doing these things, so I'm, like, supposed to be okay with it, uh, which kind of, like, goes into, like, I guess Heather, like, at the beginning of the movie, at the Remington party and mm-hmm. stuff
1: it's like Um, a kind of social entrapment or something yeah
0: Mm. which like you know I definitely like, like it varies definitely from person to person but I think that is like one thing that I can remember from like being younger and in high school and stuff where I was like going along with a lot of shit because of like oh I thought I had to or this is what mm-hmm. my friends were doing and and whatnot so it's like okay like I can kind of um see that but JD has this line when he picks her up and he goes sorry I'm feeling a little superior tonight seven schools in seven <laughs> states and the only thing that's different is my locker combination mm-hmm. um and so you get this like interesting insight where he's been just going to different schools for years and it's all the same. Like it, it, he's like clearly using people like they're just chess pieces, mm-hmm. um, which is very mm-hmm. obvious. Especially at the end when he like kind of places the other Heather like to kind of take over and gives her the uh, red scrunchie <laughs> yeah. uh, to symbolize that. Also, um, but I had I had a part of a train of a thought that I kind <laughs> of. Um, But yeah, there's like, it's just like interesting because I've definitely known people like this. I was talking to uh, one of our friends, Josh, about some of the really dangerous um, types of personalities when you talk about the Um, Myers-Briggs. And one of the ones he was explaining was one that's like very manipulative and kind of can like see what's going on and like using people in this way. And I have definitely known people like that oh my god yeah watching this time around it was very obvious how manipulative jd was being even from the very beginning Mm -hmm. where i think even though like she feels like she's really snarky and cool at the beginning it's very obvious that he looks at her as someone that he can like kind of play around with yeah. and like force into these situations every move he made had a purpose yeah yeah there's really interesting like facial um, like expressions that they're making at each other too <laughs> um, like when she realizes at a couple different points that he's being totally serious um, and she's like oh okay um, I, I, yeah sure and like just kind of plays it off like it's not like a bad thing that she just saw this thing in his face and expression that's like no you're like Looking into the eyes of a sociopath Mm -hmm. right now who, like, does not give a fuck.
4: God, Winona Ryder is such good casting. She's rom- always yeah. great. She she, she really is, is always great.
0: We were ta- we just finished Stranger Things three the other day, and we were just talking about how she's just so good as like very obviously being that like I'm a mom now, but I used to be alternative, and like she definitely plays <laughs> that used to so steal well. Things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just like, oh, you're just Winona Ryder, I think. Like I don't know if like this character is that much of a stretch for you either.
2: Sure. When she when Stranger Things won that award and she was up on stage, that whole fucking meme. Uh, like bless, thank you for giving that to me.
0: Yeah, she's pretty great.
5: Yeah, Mm -hmm. big
1: fan.
0: Um, Yeah, I feel like there are other things I wanted to point out from this, too. Um, Oh, there's a part talking about, like, how manipulative um, JD actually is, where they're talking about the bullets uh, that they're going to use when they stage the double suicide (laughs) of the two football players and decide to stage it as them being gay. Yeah. which there's that really awesome scene where they've collected all of the items so that way people know that they're gay right, right away. Right. Uh, and the, uh, the like, cherry on top is <laughs> mineral water. Come which on, mineral
4: like... water's come a long way, J.D.
0: <laughs> and then the cop finds the dead body and he's like, just holds it up like, uh, like this, mineral water.
4: This is it. That's, that's what this was. Also, yeah. Homophobia also present in Mean Girls, too.
0: Yeah, it's, it's just like
4: another interesting link. It's
0: it's very it's interesting. It's almost like it's a
4: horrible social construct.
5: <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: Um but when they're doing that like in like planning for this, um he starts like putting bullets in a gun and she's just like, "Oh, we're not like actually going to shoot them. This is all just a joke. I don't know why you're like making it so serious." And then he calls them um it's ick something. It's in German. Ich, ich Luga, I think, is the, the <laughs> word he uses. Like, oh, these are Ikluga bullets, which translates to I'm lying <laughs> bullets. What? Um, and I'm like, whoa, that is so fucked up. This movie's brilliant. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. And Unless when she's I taking the...
1: German, in which case she's like, um, excuse me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's why he asked.
0: He asked. He, asked. She go, he goes, hey, do you take German? And she goes, no, French. And then, oh, then no he shit. pulls okay. the line oh, out. Oh, good call. It's fascinating. Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's, I feel like I have more thoughts that I've just like jotted down over here. But does like anyone else have like things that they wanted to I, support so many from this? things.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I think that this movie is of its time, but also so far ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that the proof is in the pudding here. Like how often things we consume now just reference this or are influenced by this. But and I mentioned this before we started recording. The funniest fucking scene is when she's scribbling away dramatically in her diary. Diary with a suddenly a monocle. Uh, that was I think the moment where I like busted a vocal cord because I laughed so fucking hard and I realized oh this is supposed to be a comedy because there's absolutely no way she just whipped a monocle out of nowhere <laughs> so like good.
0: what is this well cause it's Ugh. also like she like was so pissed off that she had to rip her out and just start jotting things down furiously but had time to place the monocle that she never wears <laughs> in any other occasion was, <laughs> like you ever
1: try to handle a monocle when you're pissed it's hard
0: yeah
5: <laughs> I if you tried to handle one anyway, right, all right, Dave, it's not a comfortable
0: thing. You really have
2: to work for it.
4: How often have you handled a monocle piss, Dave? Uh, well, I
1: normally don't wear one when I'm angry, because I know it's difficult. For that reason.
2: Oh. Mm. So there you go.
1: Just when I'm feeling uh, But Dave, r- you never wear rich. a monocle.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, exactly, yeah. It's
0: like the Hulk. I'm always angry.
2: <laughs> like, that's what I want to come back to, is like, okay, person who made this, what, like... Tell me why you decided in that scene she's gonna have a monocle and she's gonna be like writing in her diary like this. I want. I just want to know how high you were and like what you were on because that is, Such
0: it's unbelievable. Touch. It's it yeah. Is, it's so strange.
3: I, I think it's also like all, all the teenage characters straddle this these worlds of sort of being teenagers but also, being in very adult situations Mm -hmm. in so many ways and so I think the monocle is just a wonderful detail that reflects like this sort of like antiquated, this like very like old item that somehow she wears and she's like recording her thoughts that it's sort of straddling these two worlds of like old person from even another era Mm -hmm. and just like teenage angst Mm -hmm. recorded in a diary like many other teenagers would do. Um, and like the parents are so odd and like so removed the conversations, as well, and so you're like there yeah. are no adults in this unit. Like I mean, there are adults in this universe, but every I don't know the the tone with which adults interact with the ki- like mm-hmm. teenagers and with each other is odd too.
0: The meetings of the teachers in the class in the they're like you know uh, when they're talking about like the suicides if they should like shut the school down all this stuff are honestly some of the funniest scenes in the movie with like Mm -hmm. the dialogue between the teachers yeah um like there's the second one after the two um football players have died which everyone gets a full day off because the football players have Mm. died um you know and there's that line too at the beginning where it's like is is that the heather that was a cheerleader no and he goes oh i would have given them a half day for a cheerleader (laughs) and you're just like what the (laughs) fuck um, but in that second one, they let like the hippie dippy teacher kind of take over, and he's like, the principal's like, you know what? I've seen a lot of stuff, and, uh, you know, I've seen like erotic f- shoots with, uh, tennis rackets. And it's this weird line where he's like, but then I've never seen anything like this. And you're like, wait, what? Like, back up. What was that that you just said? Um, which I could not then get over. And I was like, this is like really awesome and brilliant. But the, um, I want to talk about, too, the way they talk about and deal with the suicides, Mm -hmm. as well as people just, like, expressing their, like, inner selves and what they're thinking and feeling, where it's, like, they end up doing this thing where, oh, well, if someone's dead, um, then, you know we can ignore all of the bad things they did. uh, And we can just focus on the fact that like, oh, maybe there was more going on with them and maybe they were really deep and hurt. And that might be true, but then you also have like actual, like real, like live characters trying to explain their feelings and getting like, um, when they hear their friend on the radio and she's talking about her feelings, she gets like tortured at school the next day when they realize it's her. Um, and then, uh, Martha dump truck, um, Uh, who unfortunately also tries to commit suicide, like actually uh, wants to kill herself because people treat her so terribly. They just say like, oh, she's just trying to copy the popular kids because the popular kids are killing themselves. And you're like, what the fuck? This is like, the whole thing is so fucked (laughs) up. It's all about distance
2: to mm. me. And I think we see the same thing with like history. And so like, if you're trying to engage someone in a conversation about like contemporary issues, mm-hmm. people get like really uncomfortable. But if you have the same conversation, but place that the, 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 the actions or events like 50 years ago, people will 100% fucking talk about it. And it's because like, mm. they don't have to level blame mm. and they don't have to accept account a bit, like be accountable for their actions or accept any kind of blame. And so I think, think, think like the same thing here like yes the suicides are happening it's a little bit more immediate but they could just be like oh like let's stop and think rather than taking action like where Mm -hmm. they can actually intervene to make a difference in people right fucking now yeah like it's easier to have words than to have actions
0: and the suicides end up becoming more about like the other people (laughs) exactly right than than who actually killed themselves, even though most of the people in the movie did not actually kill themselves, so.
4: Which ties into the kind of, like, hippie teacher who wants everybody to talk about their feelings, which mm-hmm. seems really genuine the first couple of times. But then, it was it's so weird. She hands the class uh, Heather C's suicide note that Veronica yeah. wrote in her handwriting. It's like, whoa, hey, how'd you get that note? Why are you passing that around in the class? And then she like commodifies and tries to like profit from media off of all right, everybody hold your hands together, lock fists for the uh, cameras. Mm-hmm. She so, also like,
0: had a, a line about that too. So she, she goes, I'm gonna pass this note around to the class so you can all feel this pathetic beauty for yourself. And the fact that she even used the word pathetic, <laughs> pathetic. I was like, What the fuck the combination is happening? Of pathetic
1: beauty is I know. an awesome phrase.
0: Yeah.
2: I was just reading this book today and they talked about the dead poet society phenomenon when it comes to like teachers and how they all want to have that like Mr. Keating moment where like you're inspiring oh, people God like yeah 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 all teachers want that and so they're going to have risky dialogues or like bring in pieces that are kind mm-hmm. of dangerous or whatever but like not handle it correctly because they just want the notoriety of like the Mr. Keating moment yeah connor's losing his yeah, shit what you right is now? happening i'll
4: tell you later <laughs> okay. oh great great Well, thanks for listening.
5: Um, (laughs) (laughs) This isn't for you. (laughs) It's an inside joke podcast. Um,
0: Yeah, does anyone else have, like, thoughts or anything? I just jotted down so much, like, crazy shit, which is mostly just how awesome some of their, like, dialogue was, Mm -hmm. but... I love my dead gay son. I love my dead gay son.
5: He's so, He's so good. Shows, like, we oh really don't God. have
4: any control over our own narratives. Mm. Like, when we're dead, people can say whatever they want about us, and that's just what it's going to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: That's
5: yeah. just... Who lives, yeah.
2: who dies, who tells your story? Hamilton. There's also...
0: um <laughs> There's an interesting thing I noticed, too, with JD, where, like... I think he's supposed to be like the. Initially, it's like, oh, well, he's like at least better than some of these other guys, like, you know, the football players who are like date raping people and stuff like that. But like,. When Veronica really realizes what's happening here and is like, I can't deal with this anymore. Like, I don't want to be a part of this. He keeps just telling her, no, this is what you wanted. This is what you wanted. And he says it over and over mm-hmm. again in this way where I was just like, Jesus Christ. Like, what the fuck, like, is wrong with, like, that very, like, you know, dude thing of just being like, oh, like, I know what you want. I know what's best for you. Like, we're going to do, like, whatever I want to be yeah. doing in this situation. Turns out psychos
3: aren't just football players. Yeah. yeah. I, and she, like, calls him out. She says, you're not a rebel. You're a psycho. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I love that line. That I think is just yeah, completely calling him yeah. out and her. Rec- and so the, I think this comes back to like that question of like, what does Veronica's transformation mm-hmm. look like over the course of the movie? And I think I would totally agree with you, Tori, yeah. that in fact, it she doesn't return to normal, nice girl. There is a moment, a break, an important break, and mm-hmm. maybe more authentic toughness than maybe. S- how she was engaging like with him mm-hmm. at the begin like at the beginning.
0: Yeah, I mean she she leaves him. He also like just keeps being like, Oh, I knew you'd come back like there keep he keeps having these moments of like oh I love you I was gonna come and kill you but and you're just like what <laughs> like, red, when flag. He leaves red the... flag I know when he leaves
4: the Barbie doll Death hanging her. In, the, in her bedroom like hangs a Barbie doll and it's the t-shirt
0: doll. that Martha mm. Dump Truck was wearing mm-hmm. I also hate that that's the only way to reference her I know <laughs> she doesn't have a real fucking last name in this movie um And then the other thing, too, is, like, he even, like, calls himself out towards the end where it's just, like, oh, maybe I am just, like, killing everyone because, like, my mom died and I'm sad and shit. And you're, like.
1: It's a Billy Loomis situation.
0: Not a. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Not a good excuse. But but I feel like his tone even then is kind of,
3: like, smirking, too. and You are like, that's how you would analyze me. Mm -hmm. But fuck
5: everything. Well, I think that's (laughs) all he has. That's 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 all he is. (laughs)
4: Like, (laughs) cynicism, smirking, sarcasm. Like, that's all that he's had to rely on. Yeah. Pa- Even his relationship with his dad, they like, hi son. Hi dad. Like flipping the oh, dynamic of weird. what they call each other. It's like, you're not really a parent. You're just like, let him live in your house and give him groceries. Yeah. They don't really have
0: mm-hmm. a relationship. It's just, yeah, it's just snark. And he like, kills his it.
4: mom. Maybe like,
0: yeah, like they... uh, the
4: dad kills his wife. Maybe. Or like maybe? she commits suicide mark, in a building maybe, that he's yeah. going to blow up. Like,
0: yeah, it's, it's all really weird, It's but it's also, like, I guess maybe that, like, you know, psychopath, psychopath kind of part, too, where, mm-hmm. like, we mentioned American Psycho. There's that, like, whole dialogue Christian Bale has at the beginning where it's he just says, like, I'm simply not there or whatever, and it's, like... I'm
1: simply not there.
0: Yeah, unless you're doing these crazy acts or have something, uh, then, like... You you really don't have anything because you you aren't empathetic. You don't care about other people like you clearly don't want to be like a parter of anything or have like, you know, in your head like a future for yourself. And it's it's very interesting, like his his character, especially watching it now. As a more mature adult slash woman who is now like, oh no, this person is really fucked up. And I probably should have realized that earlier, but now I do at least.
4: Well, and it's interesting watching this in 2019 because unfortunately school shootings have just been a reality. Recently, mm-hmm. Uh yeah. and when he just uh, pulls a, a gun while. out in the beginning and shoots two blanks at the football players, mm-hmm. and like I can't believe he was sus- suspended. It's like he should have been like expelled, like <laughs> like just the 1988. I was just like, wow, like that was not even like instant like arrest or like tackled like yeah, right. right. It's just like what a different well, world for him.
0: For yeah, him. like I don't. Well, yeah. That's the thing. I don't even know if you can let you'd be able to like watch that happen in a movie now. You know, yeah, that's so true. Like I, we were just talking about um, but you probably shouldn't
2: be. Probably
0: not. We <laughs> were talking about the third child's movie where um, Chucky fills a bunch of guns that are supposed to have blanks in them with real bullets right. and so these kids are in a military academy and they <laughs> yeah. actually end up shooting each other and it's so fucked up and watching it now with like your like this current mindset you're just like Jesus Christ how is this ever okay to show on film hmm. it's because this shit didn't happen I know but even then you're still like er. yeah alright I think we should probably be wrapping it up. Uh, I think one interesting anecdote is that they had plans for a sequel of this, which Renona Ryder was really excited about. Uh, Mm. So Heathers 2 would have been... Um, Veronica becomes a page for a senator named Heather who is played by Meryl Streep uh, and it ends in her assassinating the president and getting away with it.
5: Holy Whoa, shit. I yeah. see that, movie.
0: that is yeah, I would see, I would would. Totally Same see writer that. that it just like never got in. Veronica made.
4: drains the swamp. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness.
0: Perfect. Um cool. Any anything else for a wrap up?
4: Thank you for picking this movie. Yeah. 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 to finally
5: watch
0: Yeah, it. I'm glad we. this I feel like we had a more fruitful conversation with uh, the faculty. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I will say just real quick that I think the opening sequence is one of my favorite sequences. Opening sequences of any film, um, just the, the like metaphor of her like literally being battered by croquet balls like mm-hmm. buried up to her neck in her situation i think it's really awesome
0: yeah i think they i think a, a thing i saw too is that was like the last scene they actually ended up filming
3: oh, okay which is pretty cool it's yeah. very alice in wonderlandy too totally. like it's the color really palette and scene. the use of, yeah i believe croquet is in that too but oh yeah, yeah it's got yeah. that
0: case raw song playing mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, Cool. Well, we will be back with our whiteboard question as well as our Veronica's character quiz Mm. results. So stay tuned. Does anyone have preference on whiteboard versus or should we do them like as we're do them together? I don't know.
4: I like doing the quiz first. If we do the,
1: the quiz. Quiz first? Yeah. Okay,
0: cool. Who wants to go with their quiz results? Well,
1: where do we take this quiz? This was on what website? Zimbo. Uh, so you folks in home control. There
0: are it. many, many a uh, quiz right. uh, like this, but it is on Zimbio.
1: And that had some great questions, so I appreciated it.
0: Yeah, I like I liked that one a decent amount. Um, cool. Who wants to go?
4: I got Veronica. Whoa. Main
0: character. You've
4: got beauty and brains, even if you're not always proud of how you use your intelligence. You're not a bad person, just a little gullible with a taste of danger. Ew. Mm. I got Veronica, too. Yay.
0: Whoa. I also got Veronica. (gasps) Whoa. Oh,
1: my God gosh
2: um the joke that we have running everyone gets the same thing except for me is not today right. because dave and i both got veronica's friend betty finn yeah you're Yay. kind humble and fundamentally good-natured but so nice that people tend to walk all over you They're loss
1: yo high five <gasps>
0: yeah oh uh, but we're all friends we're friends, we're friends. Yeah. if we didn't know it already yeah but
1: you're our friend that's gonna take us down if you have to mm. and we're aware of it isn't that weird
0: Yeah, but now we've been through it. We're like, you know, smoking a cigarette, covered in soot from JD's dead body oh right and, what a weird ending uh, yeah so weird <laughs> inappropriate I mean she looks well and truly and then she asks- I love that she doesn't respond to him when he asks her something and she just puts the cigarette in her mouth and waits for him to blow up I'm like fuck yes Pretty what great. a great uh-huh. ending
4: yeah, at first I thought she was going to take herself out like on like her commit suicide with him but.
0: that was one of the original endings that they did not do which I oh. think this is a better ending that was such a better a
3: ending call. I feel like that would have changed the movie entirely she invites yeah. Martha
0: to hang out and watch movies instead of go to prom. Fuck yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah, that's
0: um, So I couldn't really think of a whiteboard question and took it until I took a shower and I had one of those shower epiphanies. Yes, um, So... Uh, Veronica has a very famous line from the movie that's, a uh, Dear Diary, my teenage angst bullshit has a body count. <laughs> yeah, no, um, yeah. and so, yeah. assuming none of ours had or, uh, currently have a body count, uh, Goal. I figured we could all reminisce about some of uh, the ways our angst manifested, either in oh, clothes, no. oh, uh, no. TV, books, movies, Murder. music, all that stuff, yeah, um, I, I just think it's funny to like go back and think about this. I told Sam earlier uh, it's such a tragedy. We decided we like didn't think about uh, posting our high school pictures. Oh. For this.
4: I mean, it's not no. too late. It's not too
0: late. Oh, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure it's not a good look for any of us. But <laughs> speak for yourself.
4: Mine's real cute.
0: I know Sam and I were emo kids. So, um,
4: listeners, do you want to send us your high school photos?
0: That's
2: oh, a yeah. strange question. We can post our high school pics. We'll do it towards the end of right. this theme. Because
0: I think it's worth it.
1: Yeah, okay. Hmm, I, I have this one then.
0: picture. <laughs> Dave, I really still Oof. hope you have that bear sweater. Uh,
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know, I'll wear it next week.
0: Mm-hmm. You're just wearing it as like a backpack or something. <laughs> um, cool. Anyone want to answer the go with the question or...
1: I had a bit of a, uh, a very dramatic, uh, transformative punk phase, uh, when I went from like middle school to high school and some of freshman year, uh, it was not uncommon to see me wearing a a size adjusted dog collar in, in, in class. It was a little over the top. I was a big Johnny Rotten fan. I've grown out of that, thankfully, but, uh, but definitely was something that, uh, that permeated my youth.
0: Wow. Thank you for sharing that, Dave. Yeah, I feel real vulnerable, (laughs) so someone
1: go
2: next.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. I mean,
2: I have to say very similar stuff, like Misfits t-shirts, rancid t-shirts, dyeing my hair different colors all the time. I had my eyebrow pierced. It rejected and was terrible. It was a horrible experience. But I tried and, you know, like I was wearing Converse and Vans the whole time, but that's how I dressed. But something I will say that I did a lot was read a shit ton of fan fiction, but specifically band related fan fiction. Wait. so um, like
1: oh like other like bands yeah not like okay like because otherwise it would have to be someone from your high school writing about the high school band that's what i thought lol but
5: no not that.
2: it's like it's <laughs> tina from bob's burgers writing her <laughs> right in fanfiction. second friend fiction yeah friend oh. fiction. third uh. chair yoix <laughs> well, what was
1: one of the bands
2: my Chemical Romance. I, like, yeah. I knew
0: it! <laughs> okay. I, early in my, my youth, read some Linkin Park ones. So, ah. Linkin Park, you said? Yeah. Listen, there's you no know, shame. Chester, man on man action. Yeah.
2: There's no shame in going a little bit further than the canon, especially now when
5: it comes to,
0: <laughs> like, That's fictional That's our next T-shirt. <laughs>
5: yeah. I
0: know some of the shit, like, my sisters tell me they read and stuff. I'm like, damn, okay, I, I didn't go that far.
5: <laughs> wow.
0: Um, a- anyone else want to go?
3: Um, I was a lot of Dear Diary- like I
2: can't yeah. even imagine what angst looks like for you, truly. I know. I, I, like
3: Oh, I mean it was the usual shit. People don't understand me. My teachers don't understand me. Mm la <laughs> I mean I hey. I'll find I'll 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 drum up an old journal. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> it's, it's terrible. And oh my god. I'm sure other people have this thing where it's like when you wrote in your diary or no it transformed from diary to journal oh that's an important that's step. A ma- yeah. maturation thing right and you're like someday these are gonna be published all this find my journal. and so i would write like a them. sentence every hour because i would like think about what it was like and i read back over this shit and it was awful yeah i was just like do diary all the time and hell yeah yeah, I just had a
2: very vivid memory of the diary journal that I had. And it was like an oogie boogie nightmare before Christmas one. And I definitely got it at Hot That's Topic. It. And oh, God, this is painful. I can't even believe I'm going to admit this. Um, oh, fuck. um There's a, a, a picture in there of like some dude that I had a crush on for like, Two months in there, and that was like me getting over that crushing. Being like, it was a nice thought, but an even better memory. Ooh.
3: Oh, yes. and you're like, oh, literally
2: end me, damn, end like a, my life. And you're like, it's like Hallmark Yeah, yeah, right. Mm. Bad poetry so
3: too. Um, did you write bad poetry in your? In your journal? No, I wrote fanfic in my journal. Okay, yeah. Oof, it was rough. Connor, you just recently graduated
1: high school. What's uh... (laughs) the After
3: just coming out of high school.
4: um, I dove into Doctor Who pretty hardcore. That was my just like obsessive David Tennant.
0: Hell yeah. Right Um, answer. Just
4: obsessively watching television. Uh, I probably watched Scrubs three, four, five times just over and over again. um, Watching uh, How I Met Your Mother. (laughs) Oh, God. <laughs> Multiple times. It was just like just obsessively watching um, television, Please. laptop with my headphones on.
2: Please tell me you did not watch The Big Bang Theory.
4: No, never. Oh, I was God. never that angsty.
2: <laughs> wow, <laughs> what a relief.
4: Um, so nothing's too surprising. Pretty vanilla guy.
0: Um.
4: I would add real quick that there is a uh, <clears throat> an unfortunate
1: album named after uh, after the very line True. that is the prompt, which is uh, Dear Diary, My Teenage Nights Has a Body Count. But from first to last. So speaking of Hot Topic, if you want to revisit it, don't.
0: <laughs> Who also, in one of their songs, has that Christian Bale quote from American Psycho before their song plays. Do they? They do. They were that also like. Right.
2: Definitely horror movie related because I think that they have a music video that was based off of John Carpenter's Vampires or at least took place in the same town that was filmed. Oh, I also could right. be totally
0: misremembering that, but I'm pretty sure when I was <laughs> like, oh shit, that's the thing. Well, it was like uh, 30 Seconds to Mars and their, uh, what was it, The Killing that was the Kubrick, uh, oh, the Shining yeah, right. music video yeah. that they had. God I was damn. really into them in high school. Um, but. Yeah, I think I my look was uh, a lot of ripped jeans with neon tights underneath them, Ooh. as uh. well as whatever band shirt I was wearing, there was a studded belt above it that yeah, was not yeah, yeah. actually on the pant loop. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. And I did have just snake slightly bites,
3: slightly askew, like just kind yeah, of like ho- slightly
0: askew. Right, I had like a regular a one. Angle. I also had a hot pink one, uh, and then I did have snake bites. One side of my lip got pierced at a park with just like a like a safety pin that my friend had. Um, and I also had a really amazing from fir- not from first to last. We were just talking about them. Bullet for my Valentine shirt that I'm pretty sure my mom threw away van. one of the times I ran away from home. So for sure, angsty. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, remember Underoath. They were, like, secret yeah. Yo, Christian yeah. band. I Ugh. loved Under Oath and was really upset when I found out that yeah, they were Christian.
2: Yeah, secret Christian band. Let
0: me get the wall. Let me get the wall.
2: <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> fucking Christian's tricking me with shit. I know. That's a great
4: Butter Talks one-off episode. Yep. When we secret got tricked. tricking you.
0: Fucking hate it. Uh, cool. Well, thanks, everyone. Um, anything we would like to plug or mention as we are wrapping up?
1: Uh, project wrapping up toward the end of the month. Yay. I will keep you posted. Woo-hoo. I have uh, given a hint last week that it is uh, a slight homage, if not tribute, to uh, a band that will also be releasing an album next uh, this, this coming month. Um, it's gonna first be real. To last? Y- yeah. <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> this is the big reveal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dear diary, my adult boredom has a body count. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, no, it's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be something else. It'll be fun. It's real dumb, but I'm. I'm. I'm having a good time making it.
0: It's pretty cool. Mhm.
4: Shout out to Alyssa Arts, friend of the show. She has like four commissions in the works now. So. Yay. Getting that money.
0: Um horror night I don't know what I'm doing for September I need to figure that out I was supposed to do it today uh, but alas I didn't um, but I have had a couple articles out on Cinema 76 recently I did a review for Scary Stories to tell in the dark uh, and also I did Drum for my next installment of the Cronenberg series um, mm. so check out Cinema 76 uh, and then yes please follow us on all of the social medias uh, we are on um, Facebook and Instagram is Butter With That Butter With That one on twitter and our email butterwiththatpodcast at gmail.com finally got it send awesome send us an email, oh, <laughs> yeah. us an email. Uh, you know the drill or connor will cry and get angsty um because he is still a teenager don't
4: make me watch Doctor who again please <laughs> <laughs> what?
0: um and thank you guys uh we'll be back with uh christine's uh for next week yeah. so uh stay tuned it's gonna rock yeah yeah The Weeping Angels
2: were fucking cool. That's a great episode. Wait, yeah. Why would we we want to rewatch David Tennant's Doctor? The
0: Weeping Angels are legitimately scary. Everybody, everybody, everybody. They're legitimately scary. I love
4: David Tennant's run. Everything after that can just go fuck itself. No, not true. Not true. Not
0: true. Although Tennant is my Doctor.
4: At the very end, when you when he has like the prophecy of the four knocks. And you think it's the master's heartbeat, and then it's Wilf knocking on the glass, and the
2: Doctor has to sacrifice himself. It's real. It's good. That's
5: yeah. peak. It can't get any surface.
4: better. It can't get any better than that one moment.
2: But the first two seasons of Matt Smith were so good. They were. Don't even look at me. They were so... I mean, the first season especially. Did you well, like Eccleston? I liked
4: Eccleston. Oh, he's and I liked the stuck. Van Gogh episode.
0: Eccleston's good. He's very good in that season. Yeah, he's kind of a piece fine. of shit and doesn't really like uh, Doctor Who at all. But, yeah. And then he did Thor the Dark World and sucked.
4: Because everybody likes money.
0: Oh, really? He was also in uh, The Leftovers. Was he? Yeah. Oh. I think he plays like a crazy priest in it or something.
4: Is this all being included in the episode? (laughs) Yeah, this (laughs) is still recording.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Bonus material. (laughs) Great.